Blog Talk Radio. We're here, God, because your promise has been fulfilled in us. We're here, God, because when we seek you, we find you. God, when we ask, we receive. When we knock on the door, you answer it. Your word is alive. Your word is alive today. It is truth. It is everything.
Let's 
And all who are thirsty And all who are weak Come to the fountain And if you are As deep cries out to 
to another edition of Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'll be your host tonight. Just want to thank our sister Rose Marie in the chat room tonight. Looks like we've got one faithful follower. Um, haven't seen her in a little while, so it's always a pleasure when she can join us. And just want to let you guys know, if anyone's listening or checking out the archives, um, she is actually part of a prayer team. 
and she's working, uh, I believe it's called the Amplified Show on Thursday night, and she's part of the Rapture Ready Radio team on uh, Candle Reflections with Rose. So if you guys lift her up in prayer and continue to intercede for her and the work and the ministry that the Lord has called her to, and we just want to be a help and a, just an encouragement to her as she goes forward in the things of God. So let's pray and go before the Lord Jesus, and then we'll see what we get into in the Word for a little while. And, of course, we'll probably be back into worship. We love to worship on this show. Uh, we really believe it helps correct our focus. You know, the Lord said, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And we just want to be faithful to obey that commandment. So praise God. Well, Father, we just come to you right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your precious blood. That was shed for us. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for everything that you're doing in the earth today, Lord. Father, we pray your kingdom come and your will be done here in the earth. Let it be done just as it is in heaven, Father. We call your kingdom, we call your heaven, we call your plans and purposes into the earth right now, Father. And we choose to agree with you tonight. Father, we pray, Lord God, that you would move upon every heart. You would touch every mind, touch every body. That, Father, you would cause your ministers to be able and fit and ready and filled with your spirit. Father, put your word in their mouths. And, Father, we just pray that tonight your word would go forth. Father, speak to our hearts. Lord, draw us closer to you. Father, make us more like Christ. And, Lord, give us more of a Christ-like attitude. Father, fill us with your humility. Fill us with your praise. And fill us with, Lord God, your glory. Lord, we thank you that your presence is covering the earth like the waters cover the sea. And Lord, we thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father, for everything that you're doing. Father, we give you praise for everything you've done in our lives. Lord, every good and perfect gift comes from you, Lord, and we thank you for it. And Lord, we know, Father, that you have a hope in the future for us. You have a plan to prosper us, to do us good and not evil, Father. Lord, that you have big plans for your children. And, Father, tonight we call those plans into being in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, if you're just tuning in, this is Prayer International Radio. Our web address, if you don't know it, is www.prayerinternational.org. You can always email us at prayer at prayerinternational.org. And the call number is 619 8458. And so we just want to encourage you if you need to go to the phone. And at any time, you can always email us and let us know what's going on. Also, check us out on Facebook. We're on Blog Talk Radio, obviously. We've also got some things on YouTube and Ustream. We've been doing a few video uploads uh, here and there that we've added to our website. And so just continue to pray for us as we go forward in the things that the Lord has called us to do. So tonight I just want to, first of all, I want to say a prayer for Rosemary. She's not always with us um, as often as we'd like, and uh, so I want to make sure we lift her up. So, Father, tonight we pray for Rosemary, Lord. We pray, Lord, your blessing over her life. Father, we pray that your presence and your peace, Father, would so fill her. Lord God, that you would just continually open up her heart. Open up her spiritual ears and speak to her, Lord. 
Just let her hear the sound of your voice, Father. Father, we pray in Jesus' name, Lord God, that you would use her mightily, Father, in these ministry endeavors. Father, that you would use her mightily, Father, as she prays and intercedes and ministers to those that need you, Father. We pray that your anointing would be present to break every yoke of bondage, that you would use her, Father, to heal the sick, use her to reach the lost. Father, use her to speak truth to those that are in darkness. Father, let her be a light, Father, and we thank you, Lord God, that you are for her and you are not against her. Father, we pray for favor with her job and favor with everything that she puts her hand to, Lord, that it would prosper. Lord, we thank you that you give her the power to make wealth. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that, Father, you will put your word in her mouth, sharp as a two-edged sword, and that, Father, you will make her tongue a flame of fire, Lord, to go forth and bring your glory and your light and your salvation into the earth. So, Father, bless her tonight. Bless her tonight, Lord. And just let her experience the richness of Jesus. Let her experience your goodness. And, Father, we just thank you, Lord God, that you would continually draw men and women to her, Father, that would serve her, that, Lord, that would help to build the kingdom of God in her life. Father, bring those people that that believe in the vision that you've called her to, Father, that would help add to her. And, Lord, we just give you praise for that. We thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, you know, if you've been listening to us, a lot of times we're we're in the mode of prayer. We're in the mode of worship. Uh, we talk a lot about uh, spiritual warfare, intimacy with God, and, and a lot of the focus of what we do here on Prayer International is prayer-oriented, uh, hence the name. You know, we want to be a prayer, uh, a base, you know, a prayer ministry, a prayer support for those of you that need it, for those of you that are out on the front lines doing the work of the Lord. Also, we want to pray for the glory of God to touch the nations. And so uh, many times you'll hear us talking about prayer and we'll be lifting up prayers. But, you know, I wanted to talk about uh, things that God wants to increase in your life tonight. You know, I believe Jesus said this. He says, you have not because you ask not. And when you ask, you ask amiss. And sometimes we can ask things with the wrong motive, and we will not receive them from God. Sometimes we can ask, as James says, we can ask and be double-minded about something, and we will not receive anything from the Lord. But Jesus made it clear that if we would ask in his name, according to the will of the Father, according to the Father's word, that it would be done unto us. He says, whatever things you, you desire, speak it, and it will come to pass in your life, that whatever you speak, you'll eat the fruit of it. And so there's things that I, I want you, and not in a selfish way, but if you'll begin to pray and ask the Father for certain things in your life that I believe are pertaining to his kingdom and his blessings in the earth, you'll see a change and an increase of his kingdom and his government in your life. You know, I believe, and I was going to give 31 things that I believe are, are very key, vital things, and I'm going to run through them quickly. I'm going to give some scripture. But um, 31 things, if you'll begin to ask God, and these are prayers, these are just uh, things to, to inquire of the Lord about, 
but God will bring increase into your life. And I don't say that in a selfish way, but I do believe that he wants us to be men and women of increase, men and women of influence. And if you'll begin to ask the Lord, number one, if you'll begin to ask God to increase miracles that you experience, listen, it's not a selfish thing. Jesus said in Mark 16, verse 17 and 18, he said, These signs will follow them that believe. In my name they will cast out devils, speak in new tongues, lay hands on the sick. Uh, he continues to go on. And the Bible says that the Lord worked with them with signs following. So this is the deal. It's okay to ask God to increase the miracles that you experience. So just ask him, Father, in the name of Jesus, increase the miracles that I experience. You can use Mark eleven twenty three and 24. So chapter 11 of Mark, verse 23 and 24 is your, or as a uh, scriptural guide. Okay, number two, God wants to increase your revelation of the Holy Spirit. It's okay to ask God, ask God, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray you would increase the revelation that I have of the Holy Spirit. Increase my revelation of the Holy Spirit. Reveal more of the Holy Spirit to me, Lord. Now, you can pray that any way the Lord leads you to pray, but ask him to increase the revelation that you have of the person of the Holy Spirit because he is a person, and he wants to be actively involved in your life. Read Psalm 25, verse 12 through 14, or read the Gospel of John, verse 15 and 16, and you'll see God wants to increase the revelation of the Holy Spirit in your life. Number three, God wants to increase your wisdom. The Bible says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And that we're to walk in wisdom. We're to be wise as serpents but innocent as doves. And so ask the Lord. James says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God who gives liberally. Oh, man, so if you're lacking in wisdom or you need God's wisdom, ask God to increase your wisdom. So number three, increase wisdom, James 1, 5. Proverbs 4, 7 and Ephesians 1, 8 are all good scriptures to look at there. Father, in the name of Jesus, increase our wisdom. Number four, God wants to increase your finances. Let me tell you why. Now, it's not a selfish prayer to ask God to increase your finances. Why? Because God wants us to have the power to make wealth. He wants us to be good stewards of the money that he gives us. Why? It's for the kingdom. It's for kingdom purposes. If God's calling you to a vision, then he's going to give you provision. He's going to provide enough finances to bring that vision to pass. So we need provision anytime God gives us a vision. And so it's okay to say, Father, increase my finances. Psalm 112, verse 1 and 3. Chapter 112, 112, verses 1 and 3. Check that out. God wants to increase your lifespan on the earth. It's okay, Father, give me many more days. Increase my length of days. Remember Hezekiah? In the Old Testament, Hezekiah came to the Lord and and even as the prophet came and gave him a sentence of death, he went and he fasted and he prayed and he inquired of the Lord. 
And he asked the Lord for 15 more years, and God granted him 15 more years. So it's okay to ask God to increase your lifespan on the earth. That's number five. And I may get through all of these. We'll see what what happens. And uh, I may just shift gears here after a few of them and save, save some of them for later. Number six, God wants to increase your love for others. Of course, there's no certain order. I just, I have a, a list of things, okay? There's no certain order. And I don't know if I put them all in the right order or whatever. But God wants to increase your love for others. It's okay to ask God, Father, increase my love for others. Father, increase my love for you. Increase my love for others. It's okay for your love to, to increase. First John 2, 5 and Romans 5, 5. Ask God to increase the love of God. He says he sheds the love abroad in your heart by the Holy Spirit. So it's okay to ask God, Lord, fill me with your love. Give me love for others. Help me love those that are unlovable. Father, give me more love for you, Lord. It's okay to ask those things. Number six is increase your love for others. Number seven, God wants to increase your joy. Remember Jesus said, keep my commandments that your joy may be full. He wants your joy to be full. In the presence of the Lord, there's fullness of joy. And now there's right hand, there are pleasures forevermore, says the psalm. But God wants to increase your joy. Number seven, increase your joy. Father, increase my joy. Increase our joy, Lord, your people. Your sons and your daughters, increase their joy. John 15, verses 11 and 12. Now here's one. Remember when Jesus said to judge a tree by its fruit? And he talked about the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Read through Galatians and Ephesians, and you'll see the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, temperance, self-control. And it goes on. Number eight, God wants to increase the fruit that you produce. He wants you to have a fruitful, productive life. He doesn't want you to have an idle life. He doesn't want you to have just a uh, a life that doesn't matter. But you can pray, Father, and these are just prayers. I'm going to probably just give about 15 or 16 of these. We'll, we'll go halfway through and then I'm going to share a little word. But God wants to increase the fruit that you produce. Colossians 1.12. Number nine, God wants to increase your strength. The Lord strengthens. The Lord increases strength. The Spirit of the Lord quickens our mortal bodies. In our weakness, He's made strong. There's so many scriptures throughout the Word of God that that definitely point to the fact that He wants to increase our strength. And it's okay to ask Him for these things. Why? He says you have not because you ask not. Imagine what your life would be like if you begin to increase in these areas. Imagine what your life would be like if you begin to excel in these areas. It's okay to ask God. Pray these things. Ask Him. Guarantee it. God wants to increase your strength. Colossians 1.11. Here's one. 
God wants to increase the victories over your enemies. Remember he says, praise God who always leads us into triumph, who always leads us into victory. He calls us more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. We're victorious in the Lord. No weapon formed or fashioned against us can prosper or stand. God wants to increase the victory that you have over your enemies. It's okay. Father, give me more victories over my enemies. Father, help me to overcome in those areas. It's okay to ask him. God wants to increase your peace. I think we're on number 11 or 12. I, I lost track of I didn't even have these numbered. God wants to increase your peace. Philippians 4, 7. God wants to increase your peace. Now here's one. God wants to increase your gratitude and your thankfulness towards him. God wants to increase your gratitude and your thankfulness towards him. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 In everything give thanks. In everything give thanks. Enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart and enter his courts with praise. God wants to increase your gratitude and your thankfulness towards him. Father, in the name of Jesus, give us an attitude of gratitude. Father, increase our thankfulness towards you in Jesus' name. It's okay to ask. It's okay to ask that. See, sometimes we make prayer and religious things such a hard thing. Sometimes we make such a law and legalism out of it. But, you know, God wants us to ask. He's our Father. He gives good gifts to his children, especially when they increase his kingdom, especially when they promote the kingdom of God in our lives, especially when it builds Christ-like, godly character in our lives. So go ahead and ask him. Here's another one. I think we're on number 14, probably, something like that. God wants to increase your intercession in your prayer life. Remember when the disciples came to Jesus, they said, Lord, teach us to pray. 1 Thessalonians 5.17, pray continually. Pray without ceasing. There's one from Paul, pray without ceasing. God wants to increase your prayer life. He wants to increase your intercession. He's looking for a man, he's looking for a woman to stand in the gap. And what would it be like if our prayer life increased? Ask him for that. Lord, teach me how to pray. Help me to pray more. Teach me how to break through in prayer, Lord. Teach me how to bring your kingdom into the earth. Imagine what your life would be like if God increased your intercession in your prayer life. Now here's one. God wants to increase your healing and health. Isaiah 58. God wants to increase your health and your healing. Your healing and your health. It's okay to ask him. He wishes above all that you would prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. His word goes forth to heal. By his stripes, in Jesus' name, you're healed. So ask him, Father, let me walk in good health. Lord, let me walk in healing. Let me be an instrument of your healing everywhere that I go. And here's one more, or we'll give two more and then we'll stop. God wants to increase the flow of favor into your life. He wants you to have favor. 
He wants you to have favor. Psalm 5, verse 12. God wants you to have favor. And this last one, the Bible says, He that winneth souls is wise. Jesus said, Go forth and preach the gospel to every nation. Make disciples of all nations. Aloha, I'm with you always, even to the ends of the earth. What do you tell us? Baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Make disciples of all nations. See, we're, we're called to do that. So God wants you to increase your soul winning. He wants you to be a soul winner. He wants you to lead people to Christ. He wants you to lead people to Him. Not necessarily as a sport. Not necessarily as a law. Not necessarily as some kind of uh, competition. How many people can I lead, you know? But he wants you to reveal the living Christ. You're a living epistle. If you're a son or daughter of the Most High God, you're a living epistle. And he wants you to share that love and share that understanding with everybody. And God wants you to increase the forgiveness that you sow into the lives of others. Jesus said, forgive, lest you not be forgiven. We need to walk in forgiveness. We need to not keep offenses in our heart. We need to not walk in bitterness and resentment. We need to learn how to forgive and let things go. So it can free us up. Imagine if God increased the forgiveness that you sow into the lives of others. Just gave you the ability to let things go. Gave you the ability to just get free of it. It's It's freeing to be able to forgive people. There's freedom in it. So God wants you to increase in the areas of forgiveness. Luke 6.38 Forgive men their trespasses and your heavenly Father will forgive you your trespasses. Forgive. Learn to walk in forgiveness. Learn to walk in forgiveness. So we'll stop there. There's there's more. But we'll stop there. You know, God wants us to just ask, Father, increase these things in my life. Father, add to me. The Bible says if you seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, all these other things will be added unto you. And I don't think he means just physical or financial or or Temporal, earthly things, although sometimes he may bless us with temporal, earthly things and physical and financial things, relational, occupational. Sometimes he just wants to increase the fruit and the the character of God in our lives. He wants to increase his image inside of us. So we have to welcome that. We have to ask him for that. So it's okay. It's okay to ask. It's okay to ask God. Praise God. Well, Father, we just give you praise, Lord, for the increase that's coming into our lives. Give me the the praise for the, the ability to pray and ask you for things when we're lacking. 
that you wish that, that we would lack nothing. And, Father, you pray that we would seek first your kingdom and your righteousness. You said all these other things would be added unto us. Father, we say add unto us, Lord God, your character. Add unto us your wisdom. Add unto us your likeness and your image so that we can glorify you in the earth. Father, increase us in the things of the Spirit of God. Increase Jesus. Increase the Holy Spirit in our lives. Increase us. Give us a larger capacity to receive spiritual things. Father, we give you praise and glory, Lord. We give you honor. We thank you, Father, for what you're doing. We thank you, Father, for what you're doing. You know, if you're going to be in God's kingdom, you know, leaders, they're, they're here. If you're a leader, and God calls us to be leaders, he calls us to make disciples, he calls us to be people of influence in the earth. But if you're a leader, if God's called you to lead, you're meant to help others become the people God created them to be. You're here to put other people in their place, if that makes sense. And I don't say that in a bad way. You're here to help people become the people that God created them to be. That's your job as a leader in the earth. That's your job as you add value to other people. You you increase and influence others. And you know, leadership is simply learning how to add value to other people. You know, when people think about you, they should say, hey, my life is better because you're in my life. My life is better because this person's in my life. You need to ask yourself, are you adding value to others? Are you helping others? You know, you can get everything in your life that you want if you can help other people get what they want. The way it works is this. When you bless others, when you sow into the lives of others, when you let go of what's in your hand, God lets go of what's in his hand. And if you'll learn to just invest yourself into other people, to help promote them in the kingdom, to help push them to be all they can be and to to take their place in the kingdom and, and be an influence, you'd be surprised how God can turn that into a blessing for you even. You need to learn how to turn your focus from yourself to start adding value to others. Put other people first in your thinking. Find out what other people need. Try your best to meet people's needs with with an excellent spirit and a generous heart. Listen, Matthew 4.23 says, Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, healing all kinds of sickness and disease, among the people. And what was he trying to do? He was modeling something. Look at how much of an influence Christ was. And he simply modeled his life.
God bless you, Rose. Thank you so much. God bless you, Rose Marie, tonight. I appreciate that. I was just reading the chat room. Sometimes I get a little caught up in the word, and I don't stay on, on the chat room like I should, but thank you so much. God bless you tonight. I know God's using you to be an influence and a help to others as well. You know, God's calling us to have a heart of a leader, to have a heart of an influencer. You remember when David was called to be the leader? First Samuel sixteen seven he says, But the Lord says to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance, don't look at his physical stature, because I have refused him, for the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. God is calling us to have hearts of of a leader. He's not judging us by human standards. And a lot of times God disregards human customs and traditions only to accomplish his purposes. You know, the, he, he uses the foolish things to confound the wise. He uses things that, that are the least likely by human standards. Look how he picked David, the youngest son, the least likely to be considered for a position of leadership. God saw his heart when he was out there praising God. God saw his heart when he was taking on the lion and the bear. He saw his heart when he was a shepherd boy out there praising God in the field. And he knew that that these people, the people of Israel, needed a, a leader that had a tender heart, that had a humble heart, that had a tender spirit about him. David, yes, he was a warrior. Yes, he was a king. But he had a tenderness. He had a gentleness about him that defined him and set him apart from everybody else. And when he started out, he was like the low man on the totem pole. He was the least likely to be picked. But God said, this is a man after my own heart. David did what was asked of him, and he had a good attitude about it. It doesn't mean that he never messed up or blew it, but his heart was constantly looking for God. Even when he messed up, he was looking to make things right. With humbleness, humility. When his brothers, when David's brothers sneered and mocked him because he wanted to go take on the giant, when his brothers sneered and mocked him because he wanted to go out in the in the battle in the field with him, God raised him up. When his brothers put him down, God raised him up. And we need to understand God's looking for a leader with a heart. May not have everything right in the natural. May not have everything right according to the standards of man. Most people in the, in the world might reject that person, but God will accept that person if their heart is right towards him. He says, if you're faithful in the small things, I'll make you ruler over much. And look, David was faithful in the, the field as a shepherd boy. He was faithful to tend his father's sheep. He was faithful to take out the lion and the bear and to praise God. All of a sudden, he had bigger assignments. He took out the, the giant. He became a king. He became a warrior. He had a kingdom to, you know, God just kept adding and adding and adding to this man. Why? 
because he loved the Lord and he lived his life as a person after God's own heart. God said so himself. God is calling us to love him. God is calling us to become men and women with hearts after him. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then what? Love your neighbor as yourself. Why? Because when you love, when you when you love God and you allow God to work in you, you can influence other people. Does that mean you're perfect? No. Does that mean you're never going to blow it or mess it up or miss it? Of course not. We're human. But God is looking for a heart that seeks him. Praise God. We're going to break for a song or two. We'll be right back. If you're just tuning in, this is Prayer International Radio. Call in number 619-638-8458. Also want to just speak a blessing out to Marvin and Deborah, our friends in Garland, Texas. Just so thankful for them. Uh, see that they're called in on the line. God bless you tonight. Our prayers are going out for you tonight. We just speak a blessing over your relationship. Speak a blessing over your new transition. Speak a blessing over the, the new place that the Lord's providing for you. We pray that the Lord would bless you greatly, bless you richly, that you would be filled with the joy of the Lord and his strength and his peace and his power. We just speak a blessing over Marvin and Deborah right now. In Jesus' name, we pray the will of God be done. And the kingdom of God come, that God would bless you from the north, south, east, and west. That he would give you spiritual ears to hear his voice and eyes to see from his perspective. And we just say thank you for your love and your support. And just know that we want our friends and and spiritual family praying for our friends Marvin and Deborah out of Garland, Texas. Just keep them up, lifted up in prayer, that God would bless them mightily, continue to add to them. And if you're listening tonight, pray for our friend Rosemarie, also uh, our friend Patrick out of Garland, Texas, that God just continue to bless him and his business, bless him and his artwork and, and the ministry that the Lord's called him to, mighty, mighty, powerful teacher of the word of God. And we just pray that God would continue to bless him. In a mighty way. That God would use him mightily. So brother we just speak blessings over you tonight. It was good to see you this weekend. Uh, And so we're just going to continue to pray. So everybody pray for Patrick out of Garland, Texas. That the Lord would just increase and add to him. And we just speak blessings in Jesus name. We're going to break for a song real quick and we'll be right back.
Uh, sorry about that. We were muted. Welcome back to Prayer International Radio. Just taking some time to worship the Lord. And we're coming up to our prayer time, um, like I mentioned earlier. And uh, for those of you that are in the chat room, we have some prayers posted up. Um, if you have not or cannot see the chat room because you're called in, we uh, have some prayers up. Uh, one, we're praying for my mother-in-law. Um, basically, if you if you understood what's in there, basically she's uh, in the hospital and she has been struggling with some arthritis. They've actually had her on uh, pain medication for about 12 years. And we're just praying that God would kind of transition her off of the pain medicine. And so you guys keep her in prayer. Her name is Pat. And uh, feel free to pray for her as the Lord leads you. And we're going to pray for her in a minute. Um, also, I uh, just want to pray, as, as you, we mentioned earlier, that uh, Tracy and I are in transition uh, with a move right now. And also our friends Marvin and Deborah are in transition with a move as well. And so you guys uh, just continue to pray for that. I wanted to just lift up my mother-in-law. And, um, of course, then we're going to pray for the nations. And if you have any other prayer requests, feel free to call in or put them in uh, the chat room. Or you can always call in and put them in uh, on the email. So I just want to let you know about that. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for everything that you're doing in our lives. Father, we just give you praise, Lord, as we come before you with this prayer request time, Lord God. Father, you said if two or more gathered in your name and agree and touch anything, it would be done. So, Father, right now, Father, we just lift up all the needs that are in the prayer room and all the needs that have come in, Lord God. And right now, Father, we just lift up my mother-in-law, Pat. Father, we pray, Lord God, for you to just be with the doctors over the next few days, Lord, as they are uh, filled with your wisdom. And as they are seeking your wisdom, Father, to find out how to correct this problem, Lord. Father, we pray, Lord God, for a breakthrough in her life, Lord, concerning, Lord, her uh, being on these painkillers, Father, that you would just help alleviate, Father, and curb her appetites and desires for them, Father. And, Lord, most of all, Father, we pray that you would go down to the root of the issue, Father, and you would heal her, Father, from all sickness and disease. Father, right now we just uh, speak to that arthritis, and we say, be gone in Jesus' name. Father, we also pray, Lord, that you would give her a new heart, Father God. We thank you, Father, that you are moving on her behalf, Father, and that you are making all things new in her life. Father, we pray right now, Father, that you would just breathe truth in this situation, that you would bring healing and wholeness over her. Father, we speak for strength and peace. And the joy of the Lord, Father, to be her strength in this season of her life, Father. And Lord, right now we just pray, Father, as Tracy and I, Lord, are looking for a place to transition, Father, that you would make things clear to us, Lord, that you would open up a door. Father, you would make a way where there seems to be no way, Father. And we thank you, Lord, that you are a provider. We thank you, Lord God, that you have this whole situation in your hand, Lord God. And, Father, once again, Lord, we pray, Father God, for the needs that have come in. Father, we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Father, we pray for your resurrection power, Lord, and we thank you, Lord God, for, for our sister Rose and, and for Patrick and those that are agreeing for Pat right now. And, yes, we pray, Lord, for the resurrection power of the Holy Spirit to touch Pat and relieve her pain. 
by your stripes she is healed. And Father, you are nailing it to the cross. And we just give you all the praise and the glory and the honor, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord God. We just pray for the peace of Jerusalem right now as you commanded us in Psalm 122. Father, we pray, Lord God, that you would just lead them to their Messiah, Father. Reveal Christ to them. Father, that you, Lord God, would let your peace, let your provision, Father, let your power, Father, rest over Israel, rest over your people. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for everything you're doing in Israel, everything you're doing in Jerusalem, everything you're doing for your people. And, Father, right now we pray, Father, for Australia, Lord. We pray that you would just bring revival. Father, we pray for Texas. We pray for the North American continent that you would bring revival. Lord, we pray, Lord God, we just declare that your glory is covering the earth like the waters cover the sea right now. And we thank you, Father, for everything that you're doing. Father, we just pray right now in Jesus' name, Lord, that you would have your way, Father, that your healing and your salvation, that your truth and your word, your light would go out, Father God, and that people would respond to the gospel. Father, we just ask you in Jesus' name, Lord, for for you to be glorified. Father, we ask, Lord, that you would just work a Christ-like humility in all of our lives, Lord, that you would work your character in our lives, Father, that we would glorify you and honor you in everything that we are and in everything that we do, Lord. And, Father, right now, Lord, we just ask, Lord, in Jesus' name, for you, Lord, to just let your word go forth. Father, that you would make us those people of influence. You would make us those leaders. Father, that you called us to be, Lord, and we just give you praise. Father, that you're calling us to make disciples of all nations. And that you're moving in a mighty way, Lord. You're moving in a mighty way, Lord. We just ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Praise God. Well, as I mentioned earlier, if any more prayer requests come in, feel free to put them in the chat room. Um, We'll probably have another prayer request time right at the end of the show. And uh, right now I just want to get into the Word a little bit. You know, we've been talking about leadership. We've been talking about being people of influence. And we just praise God that he is working a leadership and working a godly influence in all of us. You know, sometimes when we talk about leadership, people think of the pastor and the teacher and the evangelist, the prophet, the apostle, the intercessor, the Sunday school teacher uh, in regards to leadership. But we need to realize that God's call to leadership is a very consistent pattern that's in the Bible, and he, he's called us all to leadership, not just the fivefold ministry gifts, but everybody. If you're a son or daughter of the Most High God, then you're called to lead. You're called to influence your sphere of influence. You're called to take dominion. And we need to realize that God is our ultimate leader. He's the one that we're following. He's the good shepherd. But, you know, he's calling every believer to lead others. You see how he arranged his creation? But the way he did it, he chose to create human beings to possess his spirit. 
and to have the capacity to relate to him and follow him, but we're not forced to do so. Okay, we have a capacity to follow him, but he doesn't force us. But he calls us to leadership. Whenever he raised up a nation, he decided to put a leader like Abraham. Or when he pulled his people out of Egypt, he he raised up a leader like Moses to lead them into the promised land. And then Joshua, who actually got him there. Every time God desired to do something great, he called for a leader to step forward. And today he's still calling leaders to step forward in every type of work, large and small. It doesn't matter. But you know, he said in Genesis 1.28, he, he made it clear from the beginning, he said to have dominion. We need to realize that he didn't just call upon the masses. Okay, but he called out leadership. And he's calling out leadership in all of his people. Jesus said to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. So we need to realize that as we follow God's lead, we follow Jesus' footsteps, that is calling us to a place of influence. He's calling us a place to lead and feed his sheep. And like I said, we don't need to just look at leadership as the, the fivefold, but wherever you're at, you're called to be a Christian leader. Whatever your occupation is, you're called to be an influence for Jesus there. So, you know, we need to follow his spirit and and extend our influence. You know, sometimes the people closest to us determine our level of success or failure. We need to learn how to extend our influence. Listen to Mark three thirteen through 15. He went up on the mountain and he called to him those he himself wanted. And they came to him and he appointed twelve that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach and to have power to heal sickness and to cast out demons. Jesus knew how to pick twelve. Even though one was the devil, he He picked 12 out of the group, and he kept those 12 closest to him. And out of those 12, he took two or three up on the mountain with him. And he realized that his success was, A, who he was following, which was the Father God. His success was very dependent on who he was following, but also who he surrounded himself with. And if you're going to be successful in life, you've got to be careful not only who you're following, but who's following you? Who who you're surrounding yourself with? Who are you pouring your time and attention into? We need to realize that our time that we're investing in people, places, and things, is it wasted or is it fruitful? Is it decreasing us or is it increasing us? Is it adding value to others or is it stripping away value from others? We need to be very conscious of that. So extend your influence. 
find those around you that can become great influencers and great leaders and help bring them to a place where God can use them in a mighty way. Not to make them codependent on you. Don't get under a leader somewhere out there, a, a fivefold minister, where you become codependent on them. But find somebody that is about adding value to your life and find somebody in your life you can add value to by helping point them in the direction of God. Point them in the things that God wants them to do. Encourage them to go forward and do the things that God's calling them to do. And always encourage them to to come up higher and to press in a little deeper with the Lord. You know, in talking about leadership, sometimes we need to pray and ask God to give us integrity. You know, integrity is admired even by those that don't have it. You know, if you meet somebody with integrity, even people that don't have integrity respect those that do. Listen to Galatians 2.14. This is Paul. Paul. Uh, integrity that drove him to stand up to Peter. Okay, listen, he, he criticized Peter's hypocrisy. He demanded that all Christian leaders remain consistent, regardless of the company that they keep. But listen to this. He says, when I saw that they were not straightforward about the truth of the gospel, I said to Peter, before all of them, If you, being a Jew, live in the manner of the Gentiles and do not as the Jews, why do you compel Gentiles to live as Jews? There was something that Paul noticed about Peter that made him want to stand up and and speak out. Even though Peter was his fellow brother, even though Peter was a fellow leader, in front of Jewish and Gentile believers, he he actually spoke and was straightforward about this. He said, look, guys, we got to be consistent, regardless of what company we keep. And Paul teaches us how to critique somebody. He says, look, check your motives. Your goal should be to help somebody, not humiliate them. Never humiliate or criticize. Don't be critical. Don't be critical of other people. Okay, but check your motive and help them. Don't humiliate them. Be specific. Clearly name the problem. Don't just drop hands. Don't beat around the bush. Name the problem. Don't beat up a person's self-confidence. You don't lower their self-esteem, but you build them up. You know, you being spiritual should restore such a one in the spirit of meekness. So be humble and build somebody's self-confidence up to where their identity is in Christ, not in you and not in their shortcomings, but in their successes and in who Christ is in their lives. So make it very obvious when you add value to somebody. Remember Jesus said, take the log out of your take the speck out of your eye, or take the log out of your eye before you remove the speck from your brother's eye. Look at yourself before you look at others. 
Instead of being critical, be encouraging. Be encouraging. Finish on a positive note. Sometimes we got to speak up. Sometimes we got to speak the truth out. Yeah, love. God's calling us to speak truth in love. It's okay to speak truth. It's okay to speak out. We need to check our motives, check our hearts, make sure that the motive of, of why we're speaking out is encouraging other people to come up higher, encouraging them to be more well-rounded or better off or, or sharp, sharpen them spiritually, not dull them down. So as iron sharpens iron, so does one man sharpen another. It doesn't say to dull somebody down through your critical spirit, but it says build them up in a spirit of meekness, restore them. Even if they do have faults, even if they do have problems, we've got to point them to the gospel. We've got to help them become overcomers and more than conquerors. I think the problem with, with most of our churches and most of our, our leaders and teachings nowadays is that when we see somebody fall, we kick them when they're down instead of lifting them up, instead of lifting them up in prayer and speaking words of encouragement, words of life. What would have happened to Peter if everybody would have gave him a hard time after he denied Jesus three times? If everybody would have gone in Peter's face and said, Hell, brother, we don't want to have nothing to do with you. You denied Jesus three times. Do you think that he would have been beaten down to where he wouldn't have even got in that upper room with those other believers? If all those believers would have rejected him and said, oh, no, you went back to your old ways, cutting off soldiers' ears and rejecting Christ and cussing and get thee behind me, Satan. I mean, there is a time and a place to confront people for the, for the things that they do and, and speak to them what God is saying. But at the same point, you've got to still say, okay, come on. God wants you to turn. God wants you to stop. God wants you to repent. God wants you to get it right. And then once you turn and repent and get it right, come on, let's go to a higher place. doesn't mean we excuse the sin and excuse everything that they're doing and let them keep doing what they're doing. But it does mean we need to point them to God in a loving way. And so if we're going to be people of influence, if we're going to be leaders, we need to be like the good shepherd. We need to be Christ-like. We need to imitate Paul, like he said, imitate me. Remember when Paul said, imitate those that who through faith and patience inherited the promises of God. We need to have faith. How does faith work? By love and patience. Having its perfect work in you, complete, lacking nothing. We need to learn to be patient. We need to be forgiving. We need to be forbearing. And we need to lift others up. So we're going to break for one song real quick. 
and then we're going to get back into this. You guys stick with me for just a second. Short song. And uh, we'll be right back. Short song.
God. Praise God. Just want to thank everybody again, too. We're we're going to wrap it up here in about five minutes. But I uh, just want to thank uh, Poet is in the chat room, and we've got Patrick, and we've got Rosemarie for Jesus. Looks like we got a guest or two. Ah, Will, Radio P.I.'s in there. Hey, Will. God bless you, brother. And uh, just uh, if you want to read the chat thread, go through it. But I just want to encourage everybody once again, uh, keep my mother-in-law in prayer over the next couple of days as she's in the hospital. Also, my wife and I are in a major transition with trying to relocate. And so we just ask that you keep us in prayer uh, for that as well, that God's will would be done and his kingdom would come. He'd just lead us by his spirit. And um, just want to thank our friends, Marvin and Deborah, again, that are listening in by telephone out of Garland, Texas. And uh, Brother Patrick out of Garland, Texas. And you guys continue to pray for each other. Lift each other up. Uh, find out, you know, communicate back and forth uh, with each other in the chat room and find out what the needs are and what's going on there and pray. You know, we're called to pray continually. And in everything, give thanks. The Bible says in First Thessalonians, this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Rejoice always. And everything give thanks and pray continually. Listen, it sounds impossible. But God says there's nothing too hard for the Lord. That he can take impossible things and make them possible. All right? So God can put a praise on the inside of you when you feel defeated. God can cause you to be thankful even when sometimes in the natural you want to think, what do I have to be thankful for? God can do it. All right? And God can put a a joy in your heart and cause you to rejoice in the Lord, cause you to rejoice in his presence, because that's what kind of a God that he is. And so I just want to encourage everybody, you know, allow the leadership qualities and the leadership abilities that are inside of you. Get into the word. It's your leadership manual. If you want to become a leader, you want to learn how to take dominion, you want to learn how to be an influence wherever you're at, salt and light. Listen, God's given you the power to make wealth. He's given you the power to be an influence. It's not limited to a church. It's not limited to a radio show. It's not limited to a TV show. Uh, Wherever you are, whether it's your household, whether it's your neighborhood, whether it's the local store, uh, whether it's your neighbors, whatever. Listen, be salt and light. Let God use you as much as he can use you. And you will be surprised at the blessings and the, and the richness that will come forth out of that. You'll be surprised at the goodness that comes out of that. You know, he's a good God. He's a good God. So focus on the Lord as we go out with the shout, as we go out with the praise. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just bless everyone that's listening tonight. Just touch them in their hearts, minds, and their bodies. Meet their needs. Bless their prayer requests, Father. And, Lord, just keep them focused on you. Keep their hearts continually towards you. And, Father, we give you all the praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Listen, this is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog.
I'll be back next couple days. And uh, you guys tune in whenever you can, all right? Be blessed, and have a wonderful night. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>